Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Five Rounds Podcast. The only podcast out there with a cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags and uh, Carlos is uh, again um, not on the show because uh, his, uh, his friend was having a birthday party and uh, I hung over Carlos, uh, didn't watch the event so it's down to just me. Um, wow, so I've just finished watching uh, UFC on ESPN uh, 31 or UFC at Vegas 5 from the Apex Center. <sighs> what a butchered card. Before we even get to the, the matches, this card, it just seems to have been jinxed. Uh, from from the basically the middle of the week, uh, right up onto uh, to fight night and to literally seconds before fights. Firstly, earlier this week we had uh, Eric Sparsley uh, having to drop out of his uh, match with uh, Marcus Perez due to uh, problems with his uh, with his medication uh, um, from uh, a, a previous bout. Then we had a Ray Borg having to drop out again two fights in a row where the Ray Borg had been unable to fight. Um, so that left the, the card uh, pretty threadbare uh, going into um, into fight night. Uh, there was literally just 10 fights on the card. Uh, then we uh, we got to uh, the, the actual show. Uh, and two more of those fights uh, dropped because we had uh, Gerald Mershaw having to pull out of his fight um, because he uh, contracted COVID. And that was literally 
10 minutes before his, his fart was uh, was due to, to, to be on. And then we got uh, the, the fart that was going to open the card. Kevin Holland taking on Trevin Giles. And uh, as they were preparing to walk out for the for the opener of the of the the, the main card, Trevin Giles collapsed uh, and fainted, which meant that fight was called off. So, going from a, a potential twelve fight card, we actually ended up with eight fights total on the card. Um, so, just going through these uh, prelims pretty quickly, we started with uh, Chris Gutierrez and Cody Durden picking up a, a decision draw. Then I uh, went into the featherweight division with uh, Jamal Emmers picking up the decision over Vince uh, Cachero. Then uh, Johnny Munoz um, picking up the, the decision victory against Nate Manez. And then uh, the first knockout of the, of the of the show was Jonathan Martinez uh, knocking out Frankie Sand in the third round. Yeah, so uh, going on to the main card, we started with uh, with Bobby Green taking on Orlando Venato rematch from the... 2017 fight uh, yeah and th- this was always going to go um, in the, the kind of style that it went in it was literally two two people wanting to punch the shit out of each other's faces uh, both were just absolutely just blow for blow trying to match each other with, uh, with uh, the kicks and with the punches um uh, the first round was was quite an even round. To be fair, Venata did well to stun Green, and uh, uh, he ended up Venata ended up uh, stumbling to the mat, uh, which kind of saved Green's bacon almost. But then later in the round, Green was able to floor Venata with a with a punch. Uh, but uh, Venata was able to quickly get up. Uh, a lot of clinching up against the fence, but it just seemed that every time that Green tagged Venata, Venata was damaged more than when Venata was tagging Green. Um and you could see the damage on the face of uh of uh Venata his, his nose was bleeding quite heavily from the end of the first round. Um second round was um a lot of the same. Um the only difference was from the first round to the second was Venata started to uh, put his hands up a lot more in, in guard trying to protect that face where Bobby Green was just as uh, as flippant as co- and confident as he normally is with uh with his with his guard arms down. Um the the shit talking from him was just unreal. He, he clearly wanted that smoke. Uh, a lot of the a, a lot of the same kind of uh, action that happened in the first round uh, continued in the second round, where people would, were where Venata was was landing shots, so was Green, but it just seemed like Greens were a little bit more uh, power behind them. Uh, both fighters did tend to slow down a little bit in this round, uh, and Venata was. Um, Started to use his uh, his leg kicks a little bit more, uh, but it was uh, it was Green who again was just doing more damage. He was landing the jab. He was able to get in and out of uh, Venata's pocket. These two just wanted to to just lay waste to each other. Uh, going into the third round, uh, Venata kind of thought, realized he needed to do something to to kind of pull this victory out of the bag. The first two rounds, you could potentially give either way but personally I give both the the first and the second to Green uh, I felt that he's, uh, he, he landed more shots his, his, uh, his, his significant strikes were were uh, uh, a lot more efficient than Venata's uh, so going into the third Venata really needed to do something to, to pull out of the bag 
but again, it was it was Green that was kind of dominating the pace. Uh, a big elbow from him uh, floored Venata. Um, then Green ended up uh, pouncing on him and, and kind of got into a, almost a half guard, but uh, Venata was able to try and almost butterfly to, to make sure that... Uh, Green was was unable to uh, to kind of uh, lock that guard in, but um, once uh, they once they got back to the to the feet, Venata tried to to kind of like back away from Green to to get his breath back, and it just led to Green taking Venata back down and uh, had him in half guard. Uh, Venata uh, was again able to push Green off, and with, a, with about a minute or so left on on the clock, they both started to to uh, land and and clinch again. Um, but yeah, it was um, Venata tried at the the very end of the round to 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 almost like, put himself in the judges' eye with some flashy manoeuvres, but it was all to no avail. It was a a very uh, unanimous victory. One, I think, one of the the the, the judges gave it a ten eight round. Uh, so yeah, Bobby Green picked up the the unanimous uh, unanimous decision and a very well deserved decision. Uh, going into the second fight on the card, uh, Randy Brown taking on Vincente Luque, and this was just uh, the the Vincente Luque show. It was a really dominant performance by by the Silent Assassin. Uh, Randy Brown, even though he was quite significantly taller than his opponent and had a a much longer reach than him, he just he felt it felt like he was too nervous. He didn't. He didn't know how to use that extra kind of length and that range to even keep um, Luke at bay or to give him something to think about. Luke was able to 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 come in and out of uh, of uh, Brown's uh, pocket quite just at ease, uh, his own uh, his own free will almost. Uh, Luke uh, landed some very technical hard shots. Uh, Brown did land a, a couple of shots of his own. Uh, um, but uh, Brown uh, did did swing a, a right, and uh, so Luke connected with the hard right after after uh, ducking um, Brown's shot, knocked knocked um, knocked Brown to the floor, um, and Luke was able to pounce and get in guard. Uh, it was um, Luke tried uh, attempted to posture up. Um, um, then just basically allowed Brown to 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 get up because Luke clearly wanted to fight the fight to stay on the ground. And there were a couple of times in this uh, in this fight where Brown was on the floor and Luke just just backed off to let him get up. He didn't want to to engage in a in a grappling game. He wanted to to finish the fight. Um, so going uh, into the second round, and again, it was a lot of uh, Luke kind of just dominating uh, Brown. Brown not really feeling confident enough with his own uh, shots and his own power. He uh, he, he tried um, a, a, a bit more to keep Luke at bay with uh, with the with the leg kicks, um, but. But when Brown was throwing the leg kicks, Luke was uh, quite happy to throw him back and 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 sting uh, sting Brown with it with his own shots. Um, but it was it was it was in the punches that and and the elbows that made the difference. Uh, Brown seemed to be slowing a lot in this second round, and uh, Luke was was teeing off. But Brown was able to to dodge quite a lot of the shots. 
But uh, the end, the end came when uh, Luque started landing more and more of those leg kicks. He was able to catch a, a kick from uh, Brown's body, uh, uh, which kicked the leg, and then Luque was able to to kind of force Brown up against the cage. Um, and then Brown tried to um, put his hand down because one of the rules of uh, of uh, the the Nevada State Commission is if you've got a hand on the floor, uh, you can't knee the opponent. Well, whilst he was uh, whilst Brown was reaching for the floor, uh, Luke had the the great wherewithal to 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 hold Brown up by the neck to make sure his fingers couldn't touch the ground, and then landed a a, a sweet knee to the face, which absolutely just floored. Uh, Randy Brown followed up with a, a few um, punches, and it was uh, it was called off. It was a great uh, refereeing decision by Mark Smith. Uh, in, if watching it at normal speed, it was debatable whether the the knee was legal. But then, with the with the kind of um, ability of watching it in slow motion, you can see that it was such a a well played technique by Luke to to be able to use that knee when he knew that Brown was looking for a way out of, of that clinch and yeah, landed the knee perfectly, followed it up with a few punches and uh, picked up a great victory. So then going into the core main event, um yeah, um wow, Joanne Calderwood um for a little bit of context uh, in this flyweight division, Joanne Calderwood was was almost guaranteed to be getting the next title shot against uh, the very very dominant champion uh, Valentina Shevchenko, uh, but an injury to Shevchenko meant that that match was kind of delayed for a while. So Calderwood, uh, wanting to stay busy, accepted another fight, uh, which a lot of fighters will tell you is is a risky thing to do, especially when you uh, have been guaranteed a title shot. It's it's almost kind of like you've got nothing to gain from from taking the fight, uh, especially when it comes to a fighter as as dangerous as Jennifer Meyer. Uh, Jennifer Meyer, the the Invicta, uh, former Invicta uh, flyweight champion, uh, got a middling record in in the UFC. I think she went into this fight two uh, two and two, but she has picked up a. Significant wins, especially the one against uh, Roxanne Modafferi, was a was a was a real highlight. So this was uh, Jennifer with everything to 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 win, and and Joanne with everything to, to lose. And unfortunately for for Joanne, I think she's made. Well, I don't think I know she's made the wrong decision. She's going to regret taking this fight bitterly. Um, from the very first second, Maya looked the more energetic fighter. She was bobbing and weaving a lot more. Uh, Joanne Caldwell has, has clearly got that Muay Thai background. But what that means is her head stays very, very central. There's not a lot of head movement where Maya was very bouncy and she was able to... to um, Avoid uh, the shots of 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 Joanne Calderwood, but know exactly where her head was going to be because, like I said, there was no head movement from from Calderwood, so she was able to pick off quite a few uh, jabs that were were unanswered. Uh, Calderwood went to went to her wheelhouse of of, of trying uh, trying the kicks. Uh, Maya was able to to defend those quite well and then pop off her own little jabs, and you could see that. Yes, you could see that she was gaining a lot of confidence very quickly. Um, so, she Maya uh, attempted to do a, a front kick to the to the face, uh, which was caught by Calderwood, uh, and then she, Calderwood were, was uh, dragged her to the mat. 
Um, and she was on the... Calderwood was on top, trying to, to uh, work um, Maya into a, a submission position up against the uh, up against the fence. But uh, Maya was very, very sneakily creeping up the, the left leg of her... Of Calderwood uh, to get to get position for for a triangle choke, and Calderwood just didn't seem to react to it, which was quite uh, worrying for for someone who's uh, who's got quite high level uh, grappling skills. She she didn't seem to be too concerned with uh, with Maya kind of transitioning into into um, into the triangle, but then um, once Calderwood was was then in full guard. Um, she was able to pull the sh- her arms out of danger, which meant that the the triangle choke wasn't there anymore. But her arm was left in place for for the armbar, which uh, Maya just snatched that arm, tightened it up. Um, Calderwood really did try to adjust and try to like uh, combat the 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 hyper extension of the elbow, but unfortunately um, there was just no letting go from Maya, and she uh, she upset. Calderwood, she uh, she took that title, uh, uh, snatched it away from from Calderwood, and then it's it's uh, looking very likely that she's she's put herself right in the frame for a, a title match. So, well played to uh, Jennifer Meyer, and yeah, sometimes uh, it just does not pay to accept them fights when uh, when especially when you've got a guaranteed title shot. So, yeah, I think Joanne Calderwood's going to rue that decision. So then going into the main event, which wasn't going to be the main event, it was actually going to be, if you, uh, if you listened to last week's show, it was actually going to be Holly Holm against uh, Irene Aldana, but Irene Aldana picked up a, um, caught a, a COVID infection, so uh, that, that fight ended up getting scrapped. Uh, yeah, this was uh, Edmund Shabazian taking on uh, Derek Brunson, uh, a lot of hype around uh, Shabazzan. Obviously, we uh, we've been told over the the last week or so how hyped he was in terms of being uh, Ronda Rousey's um, uh, teammate. Ronda has as uh, uh, waxed lyrical about him all week, saying he's he's the most phenomenal fighter that she's ever worked with. He was the person who was always there for her in a open workouts and open sparring. And yeah, it was just um, kind of Edmund uh, coming out of that shadow of of Ronda and trying to make a statement, and and Derek Brunson being uh, just the the animal of a fighter he is, and and trying to ruin uh, the hype train, trying to run the hype train off off the rails of, of, of Shabazian, and he was very much able to do that. Uh, first round, um, yeah, it was. Um, it was yeah, it was a weird first round. Uh, Shabazian was uh, was landing quite a lot of a lot of uh, good shots, and he kind of uh, stunned Brunson. Brunson's usually the person who kind of tries to dictate the pace in these fights. Um, he's uh, obviously got that very vicious knockout power. He's uh, the kind of fighter who always like wants to go forward. He always wants to control the center of the octagon, and it was more uh, Shabazzin who was who was controlling. Him. Um, and when he was landing some shots, uh, you could see that they were stinging. Um, they were stinging Brunson. Brunson uh, tried to um, to keep Shabazzin at bay using. Uh, using uh, a lot of kicks 
when when uh, Brunson got into kind of a um, survival mode after taking eating a few shots from Shabazz and he went for a takedown. Uh, but uh, whilst game took whilst taking Chibazan down, Chibazan was able to land some pretty hefty elbows to to Brunson. So um, Brunson tried to to lean on Chibazan to to kind of uh, tire him out, but Chibazan was able to get back to his feet, uh, clinch uh, Brunson against the fence, turn him around, and able to escape. But Brunson uh, quickly landed a, an, an elbow on the break. But yes, Shabazin looked very aggressive. He was um, he was able to to land a lot of shots. He was able to to rock um, rock uh, Shabazin. Uh, he was able to rock Brunson. There was a point in the in the fact where uh, Shabazin accidentally kicked Brunson in the groin. And to be fair, all the way through this card, there were so many nut shots. It was unreal. And and in quite a few of the fights, there was multiple nut shots. So then, once uh, once Brunson was able to indicate that he was he was fine, he didn't want to stop the fight. Uh, Shabazz just went went ham on him, and he was just uh, missing a lot of his shots, but just throwing a big amount of of heavy heavy shots. Um, he landed a knee, uh, but it was a kind of counter by by Brunson who uh, grabs it and and pushed uh, Shabazz against the fence. Again, Shabazz was able to out muscle. Brunson and, and circle away um, so yeah the the first round it was um, very much um, a close fight in terms of, of shots thrown and action but uh, Shabazin was clearly the, the harder hitter the more accurate hitter so I, the first round I, I thought was a quite an easy round for, for Shabazin uh, coming into the second round um Shabazin landed a body kick, um, which sounded horrific, but uh, it just Brunson just seemed to be able to walk through it. He ended up throwing a, 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 a his own body kick and then uh, landed a, a punching in retaliation. Uh, then Brunson used his, uh, his his wrestling skills to to get uh, Shabazin to the ground, but Shabazin was able to to get back up. Uh, Brunson tried to land a few shots on on the get up, and Shabazin was able to to escape and 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 kind of uh, recompose. Um, Brunson uh, then clinched uh, Shabazin up against the fence. Again, Shabazin was able to just out-muscle Brunson, which is a shock, really, because Brunson is a big, beefy lad uh, in this division. And, yeah, for him to, to be out-muscled by someone who, who looks very slender um, was quite interesting. Um, so Shabazin was able to, to continue with the, with the leg kicks, uh, but then Brunson landed a... a a knee, and this was kind of like where we started to get um, the turning point. Uh, Brunson landed this, landed the hard knee that uh, which uh, kind of rocked Shabazzan, uh, but Shabazzan was kind of uh, still throwing almost like in muscle memory to, to get the shots. But uh, Brunson could kind of smell the uh, the trouble in the water and was able to to then grapple uh, Shabazzan to the canvas got in some side control and he just he leaned on Shabazzan so much that he kind of wore Shabazzan down and uh, Shabazzan uh, lost his back position but was able to to kind of recover it and uh, but that left left him uh, in in full mount and uh, Brunson was just able to ground and pound. 
landed a um, landed so many big big shots, uh, really damaging Shabazen, uh getting to the the very last seconds of the round, and Shabazen was just getting pounded in the face. The the klaxon went, but uh, just as the the klaxon started, uh, Brunson landed one last big shot, and and it looked like uh, Shabazen was was clean out. It looked like he was absolutely asleep. Uh, so. He, when you talk about being saved by the bell, this is cl- this is the the biggest example of it that I can that I can even think of. Uh, it took him a very long while to get to uh, to his feet. Um, we got to um, the the beginning of the third round, and uh, Herb Dean called a timeout because the the doctor was concerned about Shabazin's uh, uh, reactions in in the in the in the the time between rounds. Um, Shabazen being the fighter that he is uh, tried to um, alleviate alleviate the the doctor's concerns and the doctor um, allowed the fight to continue where to anyone else's eyes Shabazen was literally the lights were on but nobody was home Uh, the doctor should not have let him come out for that third round it was clear he was uh, he was he was incapacitated. Uh, how his team let him come out uh, is beyond me. The the guy was literally he was punch drunk. He was he, he just had no sense. I, I I would not be surprised if he couldn't he couldn't get words out because he just looked absolutely not there. Uh, comes into the starts for the third round. He did his very, very best to avoid getting uh, any kind of contact with with Brunson. He was just backing up and backing up. Brunson come out very, very aggressively. Really knew that this fight should have finished at the end of the second round, and it was definitely going to be finished in this round. Um, he, Brunson was able to catch a. a, a uh, backing up Shabazen, muscled him to the ground, landed a few very weak-looking strikes. I mean, these if it, if the, uh, if Shabazen wasn't as as injured as he was, these these would have been absolutely um, these would have been annoyance of shots rather than than fight-ending shots. But Herb Dean uh, realised he'd seen enough, and yeah, uh, that's a uh, Derek Brunson picking up uh, the victory and. Uh, good on him and yeah just really poor decision by the doctor to allow that fight to carry on and what was his team thinking about letting him letting him go out and fight uh, but yeah Derek Brunson picks up the the third round knockout and makes a makes another statement in that middleweight division um so yeah we have UFC pretty much all the way through um August uh, next week's event is uh, quite a decent one uh so far it's got quite a few matches uh fights set up whether they'll be whether they'll make it to the fight who who can tell but on the prelims we've got the 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 feature prelim is a is a quality fight it's uh Loriano Staropoli the uh the Argentinian taking on Tim Means and we've got uh Nazrat Hack Parasat taking on uh Alex Munoz Going on to the main card, uh, Benal Darius opening the card, opening the the main card against Scott Holtzman. We've got Yana Kunitskaya taking on uh, Julia Stolyarenko. Um, the co-main events: Amari Akhmedov taking on Chris Wyman, and then the main event: uh, the Black Beast Derek Lewis taking on uh, the ball constrictor Alexei 
Olenek. So yeah, uh, tune in for for that next week. Uh, so yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at DJ Kirby. Follow Carlos at Kirby underscore Carlos. I'm sure he'll be back next week. Uh, follow the show at Five Rounds Pod. Uh, thank you all for listening. And that is the end. Adios. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.